and welcome back to Faithful. My name is Christina. And my name is Emma. And this is a podcast where we talk about faith in media and in fiction and how we feel about it and what kind of a job it does and stuff. I don't remember what our thesis is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something like that for sure. Yeah, it's, it's been a few episodes, I think, <laughs> since I started, so something along those lines. If you're listening, you kind of you kind of know what this is going to be about. We take we keep things pretty chill here, and we talk about stuff about faith and religion. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's like, if are you nerdy and also spiritual or religious? Hello. Or have an interest in spirituality and religion. Yes, exactly. How do I have a podcast for you? Mm-hmm. You're already here. Hello. (laughs) I don't need to pitch it to you. It's okay. (laughs) All right. Cutting to the chase. You've seen it. You know what we're talking about. It said it in the headline. Unless maybe you cued us and you weren't looking at your phone when it started playing. But today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things in the whole world. An improv podcast. (laughs) Yes. And it's probably (laughs) not the one that you're thinking of. No. That might be a really good episode, though. (laughs) jot that down but no we'll put it on the list (laughs) no you probably if you've like known of me you might have known me because i got really really into magic tavern hello from magic tavern for a while which is a great fantasy improv podcast but not necessarily spiritual (laughs) not as much as this one is we're talking about mega the podcast which is uh there's a really nice little quote an improvised podcast from the fictitious staff of Twin Hills Community Church. And it's a really earnest, satirical, uh, improv comedy podcast about members of a mega church and in Indiana and just mm-hmm. what that culture is like and poking fun at it, but also, you know, having a respect for it. And yeah, it, this isn't like Saturday Night Live kind of satire. Right. Yeah, it's... It's really, really good. Like, one of the articles that I'm going to be um, reading from a lot is uh, from the, like, Relevant magazine, which is, like, a big Christian music magazine, if you've never heard of it. Um, And it's, like, titled, How This Podcast Succeeds at Satirizing Churches Where So Many Others Have Failed. (laughs) And, (laughs) yeah, for sure. And so, uh, I guess kind of what I want to talk about today is, like, where, um, her name is Holly uh, Laurent. she is like the main character in it and the person who created the concept and is in every episode and everything uh Mm -hmm. and like why she created the podcast how she does it and like what it kind of means to me to have that sort of thing in my life Mm -hmm. and christina is gonna jump in where she's got notes (laughs) yeah i uh coming into this i've only ever been to one mega church before because Mm -hmm. Uh, hi, if you're new here, I'm Catholic, so I'm <laughs> very unused to the megachurch atmosphere. Yeah. And pretty much everything that goes on in megachurches is not something that I'm familiar with. So I'm coming into this episode with, um, I'm just gonna, I'll just drag myself here, with a Christina amount of notes. <laughs> and the fact that I listened to the introductory episode for Mega and the first four episodes. So... I have a much smaller base for this than Emma does, mm-hmm. but you know what? That's okay. I am here to I'm here to support and add in <laughs> things as I have them. Perfect. Uh, I also don't really come from a mega church background, but I do come from an evangelical church background, which is yes. very, 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 very similar. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what before we like get into mega? What mm-hmm. would you say is like the difference to a to a layperson who mm-hmm. is not a part of either an evangelical or a mega church? Got so um, I would say. Uh, evangelical churches is like the umbrella and a mega church is just kind of a kind of traditionally uh evangelical church okay so when you're talking about different uh kinds of churches and different like sects of christianity especially it gets kind of muddy what exactly the difference is Mm -hmm. um and a lot of it is very very similar but it mostly boils down to what do they teach and how do they read the bible um, and evangelical churches, at least this little blurb uh, on a cursory Google search <laughs> says, is that like they um, stress uh, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, and like personal conversion experiences. Like uh, evangelicals think a lot about like um, God working very personally in their lives, like every single thing that happens to them is because of God. Even, like, you, like, finding a parking space that's, like, kind of close to the mire, like, entrance, like, that's God working for you, is mm-hmm. that. And I kind of love that, but, you know, that's that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I actually, my, uh, something that my grandpa did that has been passed down through my family is that whenever we find a parking space right by, like, the front of the store, it's like, you know what? Clean living. <laughs> Which is, I think, in a similar vein, just a lot less, uh, a lot less religious about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, not to get too preachy or anything. And I really, I don't want to get preachy. Too bad. This is a Christian. This is like a spirituality podcast. Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Like we're we're coming at this from a from a Christian perspective. Yeah. At this point, if you haven't really like got that, I'm yeah. really I'm really sorry. Yeah. We we do our best to like look into do portray and and always respect other mm-hmm. other other perspectives and religions. But all we can personally speak to is the Christian, in my case, Catholic experience. Yes. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah. So there, it's just a very like God works in your life personally you can talk to him personally like that's a lot of what um evangelical churches uh believe um and you know i'm sure you've heard about their politics i don't want to get into that part though because that's not all of them i swear to god (laughs) yeah um anyway so yeah this (laughs) back to the topic at hand improv comedy podcast about a mega church in indiana that is mm-hmm. the sentence that i read i think maybe I, like i saw someone talking about them on twitter or something and i was like oh my god <laughs> this is what i check, needed check 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 <laughs> it was so so good anyway and so um i started listening to it uh it was like kind of the nearing the end of my uh last semester uh of college and uh it just like like having like christian voices in my head had or like you know spiritual voices whatever in my head uh had not been really a thing at all since i'd gone out to school like you know uh i don't really like attend church that much because i'm very tired on sunday mornings Mm -hmm. and you know it's just I have a lot of friends and they're not necessarily like practicing Christians, air quotes. Um, but, and like, even though this is like a comedy thing and it's not 
meant to be like an actual sermon or anything. Just like it felt really homey to have those voices in my head again saying the yeah <laughs> the church jargon and yeah <laughs> and so that was nice and so that's why I liked it and that's why I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, starting with like history behind Mega and the people who make it, um, Hallie or no, is her name Hallie. Hallie. Holly. Her- Real person's name. They in in the podcast they do they they do the thing where like, oh hey, like in this case the the creator and I'm assuming probably editor's name is Holly Laurent, but her character's name is like Hallie Lavant or something. So yeah. it's like it's take the name but you switch it. Mm-hmm. That's the case for every single guest too. And yeah. so, like, so, like, the three main characters are, uh, Hallie, Lo- uh, like, whatever Levant you, or Levant, um, who is actually Holly Laurent, and then, uh, Gray, who is actually, whose na- real name is Greg, and then Russ, mm-hmm. whose actual name is Ross. Russ, yeah. we'll talk about the specific characters in a second, but Russ is yeah. really, really funny to me. Uh, um... I have notes. <laughs> Ooh, anyway, let's keep... Okay, so, uh, but Holly, um, she was a preacher's kid. Uh, she, like, always grew up in the church, which I can relate to. Um, she uh, she has a wait, good... Ho- wait, Holly, Holly real person or a Holly fictional person? Real person, Holly. Okay, thank you. Real... <laughs> I'll preface it with that from now. Real person, Holly, was a preacher's kid. They grew up in the evangelical church and in that world, and they have a really great uh, quote here that says, like, I make sense of my past by saying I'm bilingual and I can speak evangelical and English. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Greg, who plays Gray on the show, um, is her husband in real life. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. I actually didn't know that either until I was doing the research. Okay, I, uh, I will go ahead and rescind one of my notes then. <laughs> The, the note the note was he needs to talk less he's not the main host <laughs> oh man that's kind of like <laughs> what would happen though when you would have a podcast like this <laughs> then that would take it over <laughs> anyway um and so but her her husband greg um told her like you have a really big love and understanding of the evangelical church you should do something with that in a really loving way. And so she pitched the show Mega and, you know, they, and here we are, <laughs> basically. Um, so we talked about, like, the naming convention of uh, the, the people on it, but they also, um, she goes to talk about a little bit here how she was, like, trying to create a show Bible for it before it came out. And uh, she was, like, <laughs> she's trying to, like, come up with, like, names of the different ministries that, uh, like were at the church and like so she came up with like climax for the youth ministry yeah which is a woof <laughs> the, oh the, so the youth so uh i think russ yeah russ is the character yes yeah russ, yeah russ russ is the character <laughs> russ uh the fictional character is like the youth minister he like runs climax and it's so funny oh no uh gray runs gray the, does yeah. oh you're right yeah yeah gray does teen ministry and russ does solo flight <laughs> yeah the young adult group <laughs> yep 
it's so funny. <laughs> I'm just gonna be. It's fine. This episode's gonna be mostly me laughing at jokes that other people have already made. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, and so uh, um, but then she re- like she was trying to like come up with names for every single ministry that was at their fictional mega church, but like eventually she's just like wait. I just want to let my friends improv this and it'll be way funnier. And so, you know, that's where like all of these things come from. There's like, um, so we talked about Climax is one of them. Solo Flight is the, uh, the young, it's like the young adult ministry or something, The right? singles ministry. Singles ministry, yes. <laughs> Great feeling. Uh, I just listened to one of like the newer episodes that Christina hasn't listened to, uh, where like, they were talking to like the head chef, I think, of their cafeteria that they have at their mega church, yeah. and uh, his ministry is called God AF. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and um, it's like loaves and wishes is one of them. Um, yeah, uh, walk on water. Yeah, walk- is their specifically their recreational aquatics ministry. The <laughs> <laughs> passion players is like um, it's like a little um. Like Little League or something? Uh, no, it's a, it's like an acting troupe that they do little, like, dramas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, okay. I forgot what, that I was talking evangelical for a second. Dramas, when you're talking in a church context, often means, like, human, like, music videos. If you, if, do you know what that means? Like, do what that I, is? I, I personally do. Um, the, in the sense... In, in the sense, like, it's essentially like a, like, a motivational skit, I guess you could say. It's, uh, meant to, usually meant to tell a story, but it's because, you know, it's a, in a church setting, it's usually one that is, um, themed around the Bible or some kind of faith-based theme like redemption. Mm-hmm. The, the one that I am the most familiar with is, uh, called essentially the every, the everything skit. Mm. And, uh. I know it because uh, in when I was in college, we would do the everything skit every year at our big fall retreat. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's essentially like the motif of Jesus saving saving the world from original sin by his sacrifice, and then the main the main character at the end like gets his exterior black shirt turned like torn off by the ravages of sin or the people playing the sin and then surprise he's got a white shirt on underneath it and jesus welcomes him and they leave (laughs) it is a uh it's it's very interesting probably the only situation in which that catholic youth center will ever see someone's clothes be torn off them (laughs) oh man uh the the dramas that like uh i'm familiar with i think are a little bit different is like uh, there's, like, this, uh, I don't, I won't say, like, names of it or whatever, because it's pretty easy to look up, um, but, uh, it's, like, a, this youth program where they, like, um, basically they just do gymnastics all over a bunch of stuff, and, like, uh, there's, like, you know, uh, people stand on each other's shoulders and, like, pretend to be, like, demons and stuff, and then, like, do flips over each other, and it's, like, set to, like, really crazy, like, Christian rock <laughs> Parkour for Jesus? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's it's actually, honestly, pretty cool and kind of moving, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> super off topic, doesn't matter. Um, so, uh, like, 
at, so Holly, 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 the real person, real person, Holly, <laughs> your real person, Holly, um, uh, you know, like pretty much threw away the show Bible. It's just like, hey, this is going to be improv. It's going to be fun and do it with my friends. It's going to be great. And so she then in this interview, she um, continues to go on talking about uh, like how she like speaks and evangelical and like can do it in a really loving way um, and uses that as like a really nice colorful backdrop to their like fun improv and it's like really niche humor but it like really hits home for the people that it hits you know mm-hmm. um and uh she also mentioned how like from the jump she um felt it felt really healing to like joke about these sort of things in this context because like you know pretty anybody who's been like raised in the church i think can kind of relate that uh they're mad and upset about some of the things that they experienced or learned or whatever, whether that was on purpose or not. Um, there's just a lot of bad feelings between the church and the people that grew up into it a lot of the time. Um, and so she talks about how, like, at her, at her church when she was a kid, it was a lot of, like, you know, fire and brimstone, like, fear stuff and, like... Um, she says she, like, even remembers being, like, feeling turned against herself, like, as a woman, like, because they yeah. would talk about, how, like, the sins of, like, alcohol and drugs and women, and they just said women. They didn't say, like, yeah. <laughs> having sex out of marriage. They said, just women are the sin. <laughs> one of the, uh, a couple of the notes that I had were things like, um, at one point, uh, the, the fictional person, Hallie, mentioned about like oh like my mom wouldn't let me play with barbie dolls because uh they didn't want me to be playing with a grown woman's body (laughs) which just i i was i was going through a face journey at my desk (laughs) when i was listening to this at work today because it was it's a lot it's yeah and it's uh like she did mention like a lot of the stuff like she works through her own baggage sometimes in the fictional character Hallie like being able to like voice some of the things that she's always been thinking and never put the words to or never had the context to talk about you know uh like at the very beginning in like the second or third episode or something she's like she's like well god well you know women only make up one percent of the bible so I got two men on here to make sure you know that this is a Christian podcast (laughs) I had that on I think like if she mentioned that in at least, like, the first three episodes mm-hmm. that I listened to. Yeah, she mentions it at first for a while, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And so, yeah, it's just interesting. And, like, I think because she's working through her own personal issues, it, it really, like, shines through for the listener who might also be dealing with that sort of thing. And it's, like, mm-hmm. healing to listen to as much as it is healing for her to participate in. Mm-hmm. Um... But let me see if there's anything else in this that I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. So Mega has a mostly it's like either evangelicals or ex-evangelicals uh, listen to the podcast like that's their core audience. But sometimes they get people who are not involved in the church at all. Um, yeah. But everybody's laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. But they're all laughing for different reasons. <laughs> Yeah. Like, evangelicals are like, oh, yeah, that's me. And ex-evangelicals and, like, people not involved in the church are like, that sucks. That's so funny. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's, she, and she, like, she said that they love it, that, like, they they can reach such a wide spectrum of people and still, like, have them relate to it and enjoy it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, uh... She said that uh, sometimes, like, the people with, like, no background in church whatsoever, like, their response to it is like, this is so creepy. Like, how do you know all of this stuff? Yeah. And, yeah, I don't have anything good to say about that. It is creepy. Yeah, there, part part of why I'm just, I, like, there were definitely parts of it that were funny, but mm-hmm. I, I admit that I honestly didn't super connect with the podcast if that makes sense no yeah that totally makes sense because like like real world context here like one thing that i do when i am trying out a new podcast is i will download like four i usually give myself like four episodes of a podcast like hey i'll pick like the like the most recent one and then like three that look interesting from the catalog and with this one i just went with the first the first four whatever because it's like hey it's not that old Mm -hmm. but I, like, there are parts of it where I was like, yeah, like, this is, oh, like, that's a, that's a funny part. Mm-hmm. But part of, a lot of the times I was like, I don't quite know how to feel about this. Oh, yeah. Because part of it was because, like, obviously I have, I have only ever been to, I've only ever been inside something that could be called a mega church once. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah. yeah. And it's, and part of it also is that, like, I find that satire is for me at least is not as easy to like catch if it's an audio medium oh sure like i kept expecting mega to do like the like the beef and dairy network thing where like hey it'll be like a perfectly normal podcast and then like it'll be like an audio scratch and they're talking about the week's sacrifices coming up at the church that are mandated (laughs) by the whatever mm-hmm. and then record scratch and they're back against talking about oh we're just having a great old time here at the barbecue we got our uh, we got our we got our hibachi grills out for the singles night like <laughs> i was expecting it to do that kind of a twist because mm-hmm. i'm just i i'm like okay like what what's gonna happen yeah no it, i can definitely see it how that would just, it just like keeps you on the edge <laughs> not sure when something bad is gonna happen but it definitely will <laughs> welcome to the evangelical experience <laughs> I, um no but yeah no i can definitely see and under, i understand why <laughs> it didn't really like click with you and uh, that's totally okay <laughs> yeah like it's it's definitely like well done mm-hmm. I, i'm just not i have a lot of like opinions on it i just don't I didn't have a lot of connection with it. Sure. Well, let's hear some of your opinions about it. Um, the first note that I have from the actual episode is, what kind of church has fly space? <laughs> As in, like, like for those of you that maybe uh, don't come from a theater background like I do, fly space is the part of a building that you use to, like, raise and lower backdrops in and out of. So you usually <laughs> only see it in, like, like, theaters that are used for stage shows, because mm-hmm. that way they can, like, move the backdrops in and out real easy with, like, a, uh, I'm very upset that I don't remember, like, a, like, a scrim or whatever. Like, sure, yeah. To be able to get those, and, like, what kind of a church has that? What kind of a church needs that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, because we don't do that in the Catholic Church. <laughs> oh, no. Well, see, I think that's what, 
<laughs> what kind of church needs that? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's my thought on, like, every mm-hmm. single mega church I've ever, like, experienced or even heard of. Yeah. It's like, why do you need, like, a hundred acres of space? Like, why do you need, like, I went, there's mm-hmm. a, um, there was why a... Why do you need parking, why do you need parking lots that go up to the letter G? <laughs> Like, I went to a mega church once that was, like, near my school or something, um, and their, like, uh, nursery area had, yeah. um, like, giant, like, uh, like, McDonald's play place slides that the kids, like, slid down to, like, get out and, like, go meet their parents. Wow. And there were, like, I mean, I, th- I think I saw six Xbox 360s in there. Oh, my God. I don't even own one of those. <laughs> it's, like... Yeah, and so I come from a really tiny evangelical church, like, barely hitting 200 people a week, sort of small. Yeah. And it it blew my mind to see all of that, and I am so thankful that I come from a tiny church, because, like, it it is really nice that, you know, you know everybody there, and, like, you know, you it's... It's also pretty easy to pick out, like, oh, that person's not connecting very well. Like, let's make a point to try and, like, include them in something or yeah. whatever, you know? It's way harder to get lost in the crowd, which I think is kind of a theme of Mega, is getting lost yeah. in, in the crowd. Yeah, they, uh, I think even they're, like, in the initial, ep- like, the origin episode, they talk about, like, oh, like, we're we're a mega church with a small, with, like, a small, Tiny family with, feel. Yeah, with a tiny family feel, yeah. And it's, like... And I actually wrote down the numbers because I was curious about this. They have 10,000 community members and <laughs> 600 employees, <laughs> which is like, like, that's, that is five times the size of my high school. <laughs> it's so I crazy. I could not imagine that many people being in a church at the same time. I know. It's, it's like, it, I just hearing about it sounds so, like, spiritually draining <laughs> to me. Yeah. I just can't imagine how anybody actually connects. Um, no. Which which is kind of, like, so Mega kind of helped me a little bit understand that it's, it's, like, the entire church doesn't necessarily connect. It's, like, pods of people connect. Like, mm-hmm. pretty much any of the, like, guests that they have on Mega, at least, like, in my head, how I'm imagining it, is, like, these are only people who somehow have a direct connection to one of the three hosts. Like, there are literally 10,000 other people who Mm -hmm. they will never talk to on the podcast because they are not important enough. And even this little pod isn't important enough. Like, I don't don't know if you get to it in, like, the first four episodes, but, like, the head pastor, his name is Steve, and they love Steve so much. And and they want... (laughs) Yes, and and the fact that... They, they're just kind of stealing letters out of the mailbag because the church has not, does not even officially recognize that they have a podcast about the church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, they want Steve to be on the podcast so bad, but he will not because he's way too important to be on their little podcast. And it's, oh man, there's a lot of layers to that that I don't really even have the experience to speak yeah. on to, but... <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any other uh, notes? Yeah. Uh, one of my notes was just um, this is maybe a question that you could answer. Yeah. Um, is fictional person Hallie's husband Lance gay? 
Because <laughs> my note here is literally just, oh no, her husband is named Lance. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. He might okay. be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he sucks. If I'm remembering the first couple episodes yeah. where they talk about him correctly. Yeah, they, um, one of my, uh, that was just something that I was, like, concerned about. Because I was like, that would be something that would be interesting to have, like, happen on the show. Especially because in the four episodes that I listened to, like, they already talked about, like, the effects of, um, the current sitting, current at the time of recording, sitting U.S. president mm-hmm. and his connection to the church. I even refuse to say his name on this podcast, and I'm <laughs> bleeping it. Um, but they talk about, like, the church, like, the connection that the church has to that political party and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I feel like one thing that came across to me when I was listening was just, like, how carefully the, the hosts and the guests were, like, skirting around <laughs> the fact that like like they the real people definitely do not adhere to these beliefs and so they're trying to frame them mm-hmm. and and say and like present them in a way that is not maybe like quite as hate-filled as things could get in sure. real life from mm-hmm. people in that position like it very much came across to me as like yeah like hey i definitely don't believe in this or accept this but i know that's what this character would say mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and- i'm just gonna phrase it very carefully like like there's there's a couple of questions about uh presumably white christian couples <laughs> adopting children oh who yeah are not christian or who are not white <laughs> and i i'm just sitting there like <laughs> I, I, at that point, my nose just decided into a series of increasingly alarmed exclamation points. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I am aware that it happens in real life. It sucks, and I do not endorse it at all. Yeah. And it was just very, like, secondhand embarrassment about. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I think not not necessarily that, uh, that like, question bag that they got or whatever specifically, but, um, like, how carefully they talk about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It it is honestly like, you know, there's some uh like evangelical a lot of evangelical Christians who are very vocal about that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more who are very quiet but still believe the same thing, and yeah. step on eggshells about it because they know that it's like, you know, they're human beings and they don't like it when you like, like if I say this everyone's going to be mad at me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to say yeah. it very carefully and yeah. try to say it as lovingly as possible because at the core of it, I really believe that most evangelicals are just trying to think about what is the right thing to do. And this yeah. is where their mind led them. And it's, I don't think that that's the right way to do it. But like yeah. the core of it is that they just want to do the right thing, <laughs> you yeah. know? And and so often when when, say, they know that maybe the right thing to do is to uh, not completely erase this adopted child's identity before they came into your life. Mm-hmm. They they know that that might not be necessarily the... Well, they know that that is not the correct thing to do. Yeah. I will take a hard stance on that. <laughs> that. They might know that it's not the correct thing to do, but they are not willing to... Or able, or safe enough to 
step outside of that social boundary that has become the quote-unquote right thing to do. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, how the church is, honestly. Like, uh, like I don't say any, really any of my opinions, like, in church or to people I know from the church because it's mm-hmm. honestly not safe to. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be, you know, like another bullet point on their like prayer requests board you know like i <laughs> oh you yeah know. like that's i i have a point that i want to get to but like in one of the four episodes that i listened to they had on like the like the person who runs the newspaper for the church like their gazette or whatever and she even has a corner that is literally just gossip about <laughs> people from the church mm-hmm. like here are my observations about about Joe Smith and his family who showed up late to church this week and here's mm-hmm. everything that can be gleaned about them from that. But, yeah. But yeah, I I relate to you about the whole like not sh- not necessarily like sharing opinions on stuff because mm-hmm. like uh like real like I am considering setting up a dating profile at some point and <laughs> it it may be on Catholic match, but if it is, I am going to put in my profile liberal <laughs> like like liberal black lives matter trans lives matter lgbtq rights everything like that and just seeing if anyone is even willing to talk to me after that point because like like as much as i am as much as i like like follow the catholic faith the religion not so much and Mm -hmm. i'm not willing to compromise on that and i would much rather have only get like theoretically two hits Mm mm-hmm but who who know that up front then as opposed to like twenty hits and then have to go on have to tell twenty different guys or whatever, like, hey, this is <laughs> Do you like, think trans people are human? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I oof, Godspeed in that front. That sounds rough, but I feel I feel like there's a good Catholic man out there for you. <laughs> Just making the sign of the cross over here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um I have a couple of more thoughts in here, depending on what else you want to talk about. Uh, I think I just had a comment about, like, um, the, that, like, uh, lady with the gossip column. Uh, yeah, go for it. Oh, man. Yeah, there's so much judgment in the church that that is so real to me. Like, you know, like, really, like, on the outside, everyone's, you know, keeping to themselves. They all love each other. It's a big, happy community, big family. But, like, when you get, like, two moms alone together, they're going to be talking about, like, did you see what they did with their kid the other day? That was super not cool. Do you hear that their kid plays Pokemon? Isn't that from the devil? Like, they play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, yeah, it sucks. Um... But that's just another thing that they're satirizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is super important we need to talk about, though, is uh, Russ's accent is the funniest thing in the whole world to me. <laughs> Wait, do you mean Russ or Gray? Russ. I don't think... No, gray, Russ... Ha- gray, Russ... Gray, is, gray is the one... Gray, fictional Gray is the one who was Australian. And I just was sitting there during my... During oh, the four and a half right. episode, listen, just like I'm pretty sure that's not actually a thing in Australia. No, no, no. And he absolutely doesn't have that accent in real life. That's no, super I, fake. I figured not. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I yeah, I get Russ and Gray confused. Um, but yeah, Gray, it it's really funny because like 
I know who that is in my church too. Like he's from like I don't know somewhere in Europe, and he has the weirdest accent you've never heard before. Yeah. And he like <laughs> he like pronounces words like he's a preacher, and he like pronounces words like yeah. it's totally fine until it gets to one word that's not pronounced the way that I would pronounce it, and it's. <laughs> it's oh yeah. Like, I, there's, like, this one point where he's talking about, um, or, okay, so, like, they were talking about how, uh, usually they have, like, outdoor baptisms in their, like, little pond lake thing that they have behind the church, um, mm-hmm. but a bunch of chemicals from the, the grass. From the lawn. From the lawn got into the water and gave people rashes, and so they decided to turn to the community members and anybody who had a pool at their house and do baptisms at pools and uh gray went to a person's house who only had um a jacuzzi but he pronounced it jacuzzi every time oh god (laughs) i was like (laughs) (laughs) if you're someone who is interested in drinking you'd probably make a drinking game out of how many times words are just pronounced the absolute most bonkers and then, like, and he'll say stuff, and then, like, out of character, but they still have to act in character. The, yeah. like, the hosts are like, are you saying, like, are you saying jacuzzi? And he's like, yeah, jacuzzi. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I, I need, I, I actually need to know what you're saying to participate in this scene. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, one of my running theories as I listened to these four and a half episodes was, Mostly because of the fact that at one point Gray mentioned that he was wearing a thumb ring and that he wasn't, like, currently seeing anyone. I was like, okay, so what if Gray and Lance are having an affair? Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Because, <laughs> like, like you, you know if this was, a, like, a syndicated TV show, that is, or, like, even, like, worse, a soap opera. Like, that's, that is what would happen. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I think... I think I also had the thought that Gray was struggling with, like, repressed homosexuality, uh, but was actively repressing it because, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he, he's in an evangelical church and a member of the, like, <laughs> of the, like, mm-hmm. leadership team. Yeah. Oh, man. But Well, keep uh, me posted if it happens. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. I... I think Gray might be my favorite character because he is so funny to me. And, like, the youth ministry aspect of it is really funny to me. Like, so yeah. the youth ministry is called Climax, which is already hilarious. Yes. Um, but, like, almost every single joke about stuff that happens in Climax is, like, a pseudo-sexual innuendo that, like, Gray refuses to acknowledge, but obviously all of his kids do. Oh, Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, we got one kid, David, he's a grabber. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, he just keeps reaching out and just, uh, grabbing those girls, uh, hair. <laughs> I apologize to any Australian listeners that we might have. <laughs> Gre- no, no, Greg should be the one who's apologizing. <laughs> um. Well, he's done on here, so I'm apologizing for me. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. I'm trying to think, like... It's so, another part that I love about it is, like, um, like, all of the guests have, like, the craziest job titles that you've ever heard. Like, things that absolutely are not necessary, but because it's so big and the church has so much money, they can just hire whoever they want to do anything. 2.5 million dollars and, like, oh, hey, like, 
Um, I like to point out that they're probably committing large amounts of fraud. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think oh, that they hey, do allude to that, actually. There's, like, an episode. What? They allude to that they're, like, committing fraud and, like, yeah. doing, like, there's, like, an episode they had with, like, the, one of the church's, like, lawyers or something that talked about how, like, there's a bunch of loopholes so that they don't have to pay taxes and, like, oh, you know, but, all of that uh, stuff that, like, the church is exempt from doing X, Y, Z because they're a church. That might have been the episode with Todd Cooper when he was on as Tom, as Tom Cooper, <gasps> yes. the finance guy. Yes, it was. And he just was like, oh, hey, like, you know what? Hey, like, you were driving to church. That's a gas expense. Write that off. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you, you talked about Jesus at your TGI Fridays. Write that off. <laughs> Take $2 off your chicken tenders or whatever. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> 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 oh yeah hey come take our 500 hundred dollar course that doesn't include uh that doesn't include housing or or the costs of the actual book that you need to read to do the course <laughs> like look i realize the catholic church is definitely not uh complete like innocent of stuff like that either i'm just like mm, mm, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, that's gonna be real fun for me to edit later <laughs> Yeah, so that uh, other than the fact that uh, that the character of Russ just made me very uncomfortable, <laughs> uh, that was pretty much my notes on it. Just because uh, Russ is just Russ is just that white guy. Yeah, proposed after thirteen dates. Oh yeah, had God. had had to get married to be able to get a promotion at work. Yeah, wife is very clearly not happy about that. <laughs> Oh, oh, I know, like, it, yeah, it's, like, a running gag that, like, Russ's wife, uh, like, My wife locked me out of our bank accounts! Ha 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 that's okay. Uh, is that the end of all of your notes, then? That is the extremely broad view of my notes. <laughs> oh, man. Because, I mean, I don't I don't think I have anything more, like, specific to talk about. I guess just, like, um, unless, you, do you? You don't have anything more specific to talk about, do you? Oh, um, there was, there was one definitely positive note that I took out of this, and it was actually from the first episode. Oh, great. <laughs> um, they mention, um... They were talking about pushing the view of, like, if you're single, you can only, or no, uh, you can't, like, the line was essentially, like, you can't date people who don't believe the same thing that you do. Um, you, they say, like, you have to be on the same path. And I'm like, well, I definitely believe that you can, like, be in relationships with people like, regardless whether it's, like, a platonic or a romantic or sexual or whatever, like, you can be in relationships with people that have different beliefs and views with you as long as you are both or however many people are involved. As long as you are all on, like, the same path of, like, being healthy, being happy and being, like, healthy and healthily happy. 
Mm-hmm. I think supporting each other in what you do. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like, like, that is, that is definitely, like, important. And they, they touched on that, which I appreciated. It's like, hey, yeah. like, this is actually a good positive note. Yeah, I, like, like, listen, most of the stuff they say, uh, maybe not most, but a lot of the stuff they say is, like, actually, like, from scripture and, like, it's genuinely good stuff. Some of the times it's taken out of context. <laughs> Sometimes it's yeah. as as a jest, you know. But like, there's there's good messages in it, and I, I that's part of what I like about it, you know. Like uh, the theme of it is really like oh, God loves us and He's moving in our lives, and you know, I I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So I guess if I were, I think if you've gotten this far in this episode and this was sounds really interesting to you go listen to it if mm-hmm. it does not resonate with you too much at all it's probably not your thing you could definitely give it a look but yeah. um i think it is definitely a very specific audience and if you're in that audience it hits hard but if you're not yeah. then it might go over your head and that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah like i'm probably not going to be subscribing to this podcast but i'll still leave them like a nice rating on itunes sure like, yeah they have a well-planned idea and they are executing it well it didn't resonate with me but that doesn't make it any less it doesn't give it any less value absolutely hey internet that's a good idea (laughs) oh man i'm trying to see if there's any fun guests that i've actually heard of on it the only one only guest that like really stood out to me that i was excited about was charlie mccracken who you might know as impacts the green or ap bio he was on the last episode that i listened to Yes. He's a very funny man, and he's on Magic Tavern a lot. Um, He uh, writes for AP Bio, the the show. Mm -hmm. Um, All all these other people are just probably from circles that I haven't heard of, but they're all very funny, and I think it's honestly more fun when you don't know who they are, because it makes it feel so much more like this tiny, tiny little church that no one's ever heard of, but is just this giant community. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. cool i think i think yeah. that's good yeah so um before we go into the outro stuff emma would you oh wait no we already kind of discussed would you recommend this so oh yeah <laughs> never never mind about that uh i have actually a super quick update before we go into Ooh. the outro which is that uh since we aired the harry potter episode we have gotten Two, count them, two emails! Oh my god! Very excited. I didn't uh, know this. <laughs> we, I only just found it out when I checked the email, like, before we got on this call. Oh, man. Um, we got an email from Lily, uh, who uh, says, first of all, Faithful is so fun, and it's what I listen to while I play Minecraft now, so it's super relaxing and fun for me. Thank you Aww, for this. That's amazing. I hope, hey, hey, Lily, hit that block. Hit it. Break it. Oh, you did such a good job. I'm so proud of you, Lily. <laughs> oh my god, there's a creeper behind you! I don't Minecraft, but if there's dogs, you should pet the dogs. Oh, there are dogs, and they're really cute. When they get wet, they, like, shake off all the water, but they're Aww. like little squares. <laughs> Aw, that's still very cute. Pet the dogs. Pet a pet- dog for us, Lily. Yeah. Um, uh, she actually included in her email, um, her sister's sorting story. Ooh. Uh, 
Lily's story is, uh, my sister was convinced that she was a Ravenclaw, absolutely certain. And then she took a test and it gave her a choice between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. (laughs) Neither option she really liked, but she picked Slytherin because at that point the Hufflepuff renaissance hadn't happened. And she Mm. thought they were just dum-dums. She still doesn't take a whole lot of stock in Hogwarts houses now. And if asked, she still thinks she's a Ravenclaw. But she's also one of the most loyal and ambitious people in my life. So maybe Pottermore was right. (laughs) <laughs> and third of all, I don't actually have a third thing, but rule of threes and all, so yeah, thank you. So <sighs> we thank you, Lily. Oh, thank you so much, Lily. This was a very pleasant email to read. I love it. And the other email is from Thomas, uh, who's the entirety of Thomas's email is, Hi, I have a suggestion. Doctor Who. Sincerely, Thomas. Thomas, you are speaking my language. Thank you. <laughs> at this point, I think it's probably worth noting that we do have Doctor Who on our list of things to talk about at some point, and one of our friends has expressed an interest in talking about a very specific episode, so it is on Ooh. our radar. We just have not gotten around to it yet. Yes. It will. I Listen, Thomas, I promise you that will happen. I will personally <laughs> make that happen for you. We put no guarantees on timeline, but it will happen at some point. Yeah, and hey, listen, Thomas, if you got, listen, Thomas, I'm talking to you now. Everyone else, stop listening. Thomas, this one's just for you. If you got an email or like a story about, (laughs) if you got a story or something about your personal experience with Doctor Who, uh, please email us and we'll probably read it on that episode because I think that would be really fun. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Okay, so yeah, that was all the business that I was aware of because the rest of our Twitter notifications were things that Twitter thinks that we needed to be aware of. And we don't. Hey, Twitter, this one's for you. Yeah. Stop talking to me. (laughs) Don't ever be in my life again. (laughs) Yeah. Faithful is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Peppa, and other places where podcasts can be heard and found. Our theme song is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketza. We can be reached through an email at faithfulpod, no S, at gmail.com, or through our Twitter at faithfulpods. Uh, and as we demonstrated in this episode, please be aware that if you email us, we will probably read it on the show. And please make sure that you're including your pronouns when we when you send us an email, so that way we can refer to you correctly. Yes. <laughs> uh, and since uh, we are still a podcast, it is always helpful if you can rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, and maybe recommend us to a friend or two. Uh, so this has been Faithful. Uh, and always remember... At the end of the road to heaven is heaven, which is a line from Mega. I love it. I'm just borrowing their catchphrase. (laughs) Uh, Bless y'all. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things in the whole world. Today. <laughs> I've never taken speech lessons. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs>